Friday morning with Terry Saul and Amanda Smith. You got to love Friday mornings, don't you? Oh, yes. Because you just kind of get all excited about, well, the weekend's coming up now. Even if you don't have anything planned, mm-hmm. it's still Friday morning. It is. You know? What is the what is the best weekend spot for you to get away? Where's your best weekend the spot? The coast. You like I like to go to the dunes and camp. Yeah? Mm-hmm. When you guys camp, you camp in a tent or what do you camp? You don't, you don't sleep under the stars, do you? No, uh, it depends. Yeah, I do. We have a trailer or we tent camp. Yeah. It depends on what type of camping we're doing. But you don't you don't ever just throw a sleeping bag out there on the dunes and call it a night? No. Under the stars? No. Things can happen at those. You know, those are weird things can happen. Yes. Yes, um, they can. Okay, so I've got the Kaiser Festival. It is going from August 10th. All the way until the 13th. So it ends right at now. 3 p.m. Um, <clears throat> Runs through this Sunday then. Excuse me. <clears throat> they're going to have on Friday, they're going to have, well, today, their golf tournament, live music. <clears throat> they're going to have their kickoff party, carnival, face painting, parade, a carn, a carn, car show, cornhole tournament, a vendor fair, food trucks, beer on tap, a mayor's pet parade. Crown the Hound and a teen talent show. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. And this is all happening over at the the Rapids Park? Yeah, so today in particular um looks like the Carnival and Fair vendor, vendor fair, sorry, said that backwards, is 11 a.m. until 10 p.m. Okay. Uh the golf tournament at McNary Golf Club is 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. Live music in the tent at the Kaiser Rapids Park is 3 p.m. till midnight. So they're going to party all night long. No, I live in that area there. If that music gets pretty loud, they're going to hear from me. (laughs) And then, um, let's see. So Saturday, there's the Mayor's Pet Parade at 945 to 1020. So it's just about a 30-minute parade there. Then the big Kaiser Fest parade is 10.30 to 12.30. Saturday. Saturday. So if you guys have an entry and you still want to enter it, you could reach out to uh, Kaiser Chamber and see if it is not too late to get your car or your float or just go sit in, on the streets and enjoy your time. It's going to be a lot of fun. Good morning, Friday morning with Terry Saul and Amanda Smith. Lots going on this weekend. Yes, so on our last break, we were kind of talking about the schedule for Kaiser Fest again. And so I'm going to start back with Saturday, August 12th. So 9.45 to 10.20 is the Mayor's Pet Parade. 10.30 to 12.30 is the Kaiser Fest Parade. We will have our vehicle in the parade. So come on down. Get there a little bit early. Get your seats. Get your chairs situated. Bring a blanket in case it might be a little chilly. Grab your coffee. It's really fun. <laughs> I enjoy things like that where I get to sit back and just cuddle up with my cup of coffee and then just watch and have the kids watching and having a good time. Yeah. Last year when we set up to go live out there, there were kids yelling at each other from across the street and throwing footballs and balls yep. and stuff while they were waiting for the parade to start. It was just really fun to see the community we did the, like that. I think you and I did a uh, a nighttime parade last year in Kaiser too. We did. What one was that? That was the... Um, was it a Christmas parade? It was, yes. That was a blast. That was. We did it at Gino's uh, Farmer's Insurance. And they kept giving us hot chocolate. I mean, it mm-hmm. was good hot chocolate It there. was. It was really good. Okay, so 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. is the Carnival and Vendor Fair. 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. is going to be a car show, and the winners will be announced at 5 p.m. Noon to 5 p.m. is also Cornhole's Doubles Tournament, and then noon to midnight is a live music. So they'll have things going on 
all over town mm-hmm. for this Kaiser Fest. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like uh, Sunday, August 13th, 9 a.m. to noon is a teen talent show. 10 to 3 is the Carnival and Vendor Fair. Uh, 12 to 3 p.m. is a Cornhole Tournament again. And then 1 to 3 is live music. And they will have, so they'll have um, Adam's Ribs, Smokehouse, uh, Farm Jam, and Tony Graham. So those are some of the food trucks and the music. Um, it looks like the music for Friday will be Rustic Valley, Hank Shaviers. I probably botched that. Um, they'll have Infamous Souls, Rhythm and Business, JFK, uh, Electric Acoustics will play on Sunday. I think that's JFK that plays that. So they'll have so much stuff going JFK's on. JFK's band, if you've never seen them, they put on a heck of a show. The instruments alone... The backdrop, uh, I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. It takes them two days to set up. Oh, yeah. It's They're, crazy. So it looks like um, there's, there is going to be, please note that the cover charge to enter the tent starts at 4.30 p.m. and for adults 21 and only. Uh, the tent is 21 and up only after 9 p.m. Got and it. there's only a ch- cover charge from 4.30 on. So you can listen to live music at, you know. Noon. It's probably limited seating in that uh, tent mm-hmm. too, so get in there and. Get so when yourself. the evening starts, then it's a charge, and then sure. once nine once nine p.m. hits, then it's a twenty one and older. Okay. Do we know what the, the, the charge is? It does not say. Okay, you'll find out when you get there. So I will look into that a little bit more and see if I can find out how cool. much. Kaiser Fest yeah. taking place this weekend in Kaiser. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we encourage you to get out and participate. Be there or be square. square. Pongino's up next at 104.3 FM, 1220 AM. We are KSLM. Terry and Amanda, great to have you with us. And uh, Bongino is up next on KSLM Radio, 104.3 FM and 1220 AM. I know, but you didn't have the, the excitement and energy like uh, I did. jeez. Good morning. It is a Friday morning. What the hell are you doing to that microphone? <laughs> it won't stay in place. You're sitting there fighting with this microphone and you're losing the battle. I am. I'm not going to lie. Crying out loud. Microphone one, Amanda zero. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they have a plan for Pringle Creek walking and bike path that gets $6 million from the state. So a newly awarded state grant has taken Salem uh, pedestrians and bikers a big step closer to having a safe route to Riverfront Park. On Friday, the city announced it received $6 million from Oregon Department of Transportation to conduct a multi-use path between the Civic Center and Riverfront Park. Uh, It looks like the new path will connect the Salem Civic Center to a network of trails reaching Willamette University, Riverfront Park, Mento Brown Island Park, and Wallace Marine Park, and gives pedestrians a more direct path with fewer intersections to cross. Hmm. Plans also include a new pedestrian bridge over the creek under the Commercial Street Bridge uh, and art alongside it. The new multi-use path would be about twice the width of the average sidewalk, and bikers and pedestrians would share it. Similar paths are used in Riverfront Park. And so, and it looks like the new trail will connect to existing paths, making it a larger network. Um, so, there, there's, where's it going to start? They're going to start downtown and go to, is that what you're saying? Um, it looks like uh, it's a... Uh, a multi-use path between the Civic Center and Riverfront Park. Okay. And it'll connect to Minto Brown, Wallace Marine. Um, 
I so, so the, they'll probably use that existing new bridge that was built that they have there going right now across the bridge there. They'll probably have the, the path go right and lead up to that. Well, it says a new pedestrian bridge over what? the creek under the commercial street bridge and art alongside it. So I don't know what that entails. Um, hmm. Looks like, uh, let's see, do, 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 do. Uh, the voters passed this uh, in 2022, and it will contribute $3.6 million to the project, according to the city website. Uh, the newly awarded grant closes the gap to fully fund this project. How much time do we have? We're out. Oh. Say goodbye. Goodbye. I'll, I'll come back to it. Punching us up next. Morning, Friday morning. Terry Saul, Amanda Smith. We're talking about this bridge. Yes. So the in infrastructure bond that voters passed in 2022 will contribute 3.6 million dollars to the project. Um, and it says the city's transportation planning manager said the project was first recommended in the early 2000s in a feasible study. Even though the plans have been nearly 20 years in the making, she said it still will be a while before construction happens. The city will start the design and permitting process in October after the state funding comes through. Construction likely isn't going to happen until 2028, she what? said. From concept to completion, this one will probably be somewhere around 22 years. And she said that's relatively quick compared to other large projects like the Peter Courtney Minto Island Bridge, which took twice the amount of time. Wow. So my thing is, you're going to make it easier for... So, I'm not from Salem, so um, I guess I've been around this area for maybe five, six years right, now. Right, And Minto Brown Park and Wallace Marine Park are very popular with the homeless. Right. Am I wrong? No, you're absolutely correct. So we're going to give them more direct paths mm -hmm. to downtown, where is also a very large presence of homelessness, and is that my understanding? That's what it sounds like. <clears throat> because, but we can't make, we can't invest, you know, a quarter of a million to see what it would be like for uh, actual trains and trolleys and whatnot to go over right. to West Brand. Right. But we can give more to the homelessness and let them cross safely. I know me personally, I don't go out to parks or downtown or anywhere where there's homelessness because I avoid those areas because it's scary. We, Patty and I were on the uh, the Willamette Queen this past weekend. Uh, we were doing a, a wedding there, and it went up and down the river there, and it's kind of an eyesore. It yeah. really is. I mean, you, you see it. I understand it. Yeah, they're homes. I get that. But they make such a mess. They do. And, they, you know, pick up after yourself yeah. at least. At and least pick up after yourself. These new walking paths are going to be overtaken by the homeless because the, we're giving them a closer path to go and connect their two locations yeah. to each other. I was talking to a, a police officer. I'm not going to mention his name at all. But um, he was telling us that there's so much crime on Minto Brown Island because of that bridge and they can't get over there quick enough to yeah. control it. Mm -hmm. And there's just a lot of stuff. And he says a lot of it is from the homeless. And now we're making a more a walking path. So it's not yeah. like we're going to give the cops or other people better access. It's yeah. walking. So it will be more so for the homeless than anything. And that kind of frustrates me. Yeah, it is because you think that there's a, a lot better ways to spend some of that money mm -hmm. than... So right much there. of our money and state funding and taxes goes towards our homelessness. It's at what point do we make a change? 
Mm -hmm. At what point do we say, this isn't working? We need to redirect what we're doing, how we're thinking, and how we're going about this. And I just... There are, there are cities, I'm not going to say, well, one of them is Denver, but there are cities around the country where homeless is illegal. Yeah. You cannot do it. Yeah. And the cities are, are clean. As it should be. I don't like it.